Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. News team, assemble! Hello, yes. Welcome to the Untitled Wrestler Podcast here on Jack's Radio, or where podcasts are available. My name is Jay, as always, joined by Troy, and we're here to talk about the week's very quiet week of wrestling news. No news to report at all. Nah. How are you? Last week it's been quiet, mate. Nothing to report. I'm all good. I'm all right, mate. Um, yeah, it's Monday. We're recording like a day earlier. We've been bashing about on a Tuesday, which has actually kicked us in the ass a couple of times. Yeah. Something's broke like just after. Uh, but as you're saying that, something will probably break tomorrow, won't it? After so, we fucking recorded this. Well, I mean, there's there's definitely going to be a big news thing, newsworthy thing to talk about on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah Tony yeah. finally making his big announcements. Whatever that may be. Well, we, we can talk about that a little later, but have you, have, you, have you got any ideas what you think that could be? Based on what he said, we've, we've got it in, the, we've got the actual story in the news. So okay. we'll go in a bit more detail. But based on what he said, it's got to be something like, actually huge not like oh they've got a huge announcement and then like it's just fucking <laughs> well it's never even like it, it's never a disappointing thing it's just like it's not huge it's, it's a bit it's a little bit anticlimactic although to be fair usually just says major he doesn't say huge so mm. okay, huge does indicate that it's something massive yeah yeah um, right. well we'll see more on that later because we'll we'll talk about some WWE and if there are any, any NXT news issues to note, uh, we'll talk about that. Do you want to take the first one? Yeah, so uh, Fightful has gained confirmation of a major WWE re-signing. Uh, last month on the Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer mentioned he'd heard AJ Styles had re-signed with WWE. Fightful Select was able to confirm with numerous WWE sources this week that deal was made and some of the details that went into it. Um, they weren't given a time of a time length besides the fact that it was a multi-year deal. His original contract was set to expire in the spring and slash summer, and some would have and would have had him hit free agency for the first time since leaving New Japan. Um, WWE expect Styles to have plenty of suit, suitors, and we're told that as is the case. Um, uh, and in this case, sorry, um, other big names in the company wanted Styles to get extended so they could work with them. Um, Styles is said to be very happy in the company. As mentioned numerous times, that he'd like to work for WWE after his wrestling career. Uh, those that Fightful spoke to said the deal was a big one with Styles landing well over $3 million a year when all was done. Um, those that confirmed the deal to Fightful have said that ev- he deserved every penny and would easily make that back for the company. Um, they're also told that he has some additional bus travel accommodations paid for. When Fightful asked how much time he has left in wrestling, he said that if something went down the course and to retire, he'd be very satisfied with what he's accomplished. AJ Styles ain't taking a fucking bus anywhere. No, no, like a tour bus. Oh, AJ Styles ain't taking a tour bus anywhere. The, AJ's the, on the, chartered jet, as he should be. No, no, they got um, they did if they've done it in the past, like Orton and Punk and really? um, someone else. I can't remember who else it was. 
Yeah, it's it's on the it's on the uh, punk documentary. Uh, a big show was the other one, where basically because obviously like sometimes they're just driving between towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just got them like their own coach with like a driver. Fuck yeah! And then you can just kind of like relax, and they're not like crammed up in like a little car. I'm gonna get one of those for the podcast, mate. When I come up and see you in Liverpool, do it, mate. It'd be like do a, be like a fucking Bedford can, rascal. But can you before. can you get me can you get me one with a driver to get me down to London for all these <laughs> all these fucking progress shows? <laughs> Jesus um, Christ! That's I, I say great news. Like I'm I'm glad. Um, I love uh, AJ. I think he's fucking I, awesome. Whether or not I wanted to see him elsewhere, hmm, maybe. I would I would have liked to have seen what he can do in AW. I would have liked to have done. Especially given the fact that they're kind of like merging the Bullet Club storyline back together. Mm. Um, that being said, I think wherever AJ Styles is, he's an attraction. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. He, he could literally be wrestling like in his local Indian. People would want to try and People would flock to see him. Yeah. Um, he's. It, it's weird because I thought he had. I thought he'd re signed a deal. A while ago. Yeah, like this time last year, maybe, like about a year or so. In ago. fact, no, it was before it was just before uh, Dynamite's debut because Oh really? Yeah, because I remember there was the discussion to have AJ and the Good Brothers debut on the first Dynamite. Maybe there was an extension that saw him through, and this is this is a new like cemented deal. Yeah. I don't know. I do remember there being chat though, like a couple of years back. Yeah. No. I mean, I I think it's what he's one of them, isn't he? Like He's, he's that good. Like, mm. hope, hopefully this means they're going to do more with him because... I want another AJ world title run. Oh, I'd love one. I'd love Absolutely one. Absolutely love another AJ world that, title That's run. one of the things that would probably get me re-watching WWE. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. Like, that being said, there's obviously the talk of AJ's going to wrestle Edge at Mania. That'll be nice. Ooh, yes, please. That, that's a dream yes, match. Yes, please. But, yeah. Um, just do just do something like substantial with him. Like mm. he's so fucking good. And yeah. when you know like that he's a guy who seemingly thinks he's not got many years left. He's in his early 40s. He's the style he does is quite an intense style. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like get your money's worth out of it, fucking hell. Absolutely. But then yeah. If they're paying him that much money, I imagine they're probably going to position him quite high up the card. Yeah. You don't get paid three million pounds a year and be fucking propping up the mid card. Like, I mean, he's, it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he's holding a world title by the time we do this news this time next year. What, the throne in Roman? Well, or whoever has it at the time. The, the throne in Roman. Or, or whoever has it at the time. <laughs> Roman, uh, come on, mate, play the game. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I am glad he's re-signed. I am intrigued as to what he could do elsewhere. But I mean, he's clearly happy there. He's, so, so. he's someone that wouldn't ever struggle for work. Like if he became a free agent, mm. there would, as you, as you said in that, there were kind of numerous suitors. As to yeah. where he I mean, can go, I suppose for one, like one way to look at it is like realistic. Realistically, for AJ, the only uncharted territory for him is um, AEW. 
is AEW, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the, everything else, he's done done New Japan, he's done Ring of Honor, he's done Impact. Mm-hmm. He's done like he's worked all over the world. He's worked for like but in Mexico, I guess. He's done bits in Mexico, yeah. Um, like he's the maybe it's just like for for AJ's sake anyway. He's worked so hard for to get to WWE that mm. maybe he's just happy to stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair play to him. Either way, he's fucking more than Andy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, former now former uh, WWE superstar. Cesaro has quietly exited WWE after his current contract expired. PW Insider has confirmed. His last performance uh, on WWE uh, TV, I guess TV, uh, was on an episode of Friday Night Smackdown against Happy Corbin when he lost on the... Is that the 2nd of November or the 11th Uh, of February? 11th of Feb. 11th of Feb, that's it. So American dates, isn't it? Um, Yeah. The two sides had been in negotiations but had not come to terms on a new agreement. One source noted that WWE did offer Cesaro an extension on his current deal, but that was turned down. This would be uh, a case of Cesaro's contract expiring, so there would be no 90-day compete clause. Sorry, no 90-day non-compete clause. Cesaro has been slated to be at tomorrow's SmackDown taping uh, in Hershey. Is that Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, yeah. Uh, but will obviously no longer be there. Um, Fightful Select <clears throat> added, just one year after reports emerged that Cesaro was signing a new deal with WWE, he's gone from the company. Fightful Select confirmed PW Insider's report with WWE and fellow talent on the roster. The immediate reaction from those within the company was disappointment and dismay, as Cesaro has been one of the most universally liked talents on the roster. We're told this was not a case of WWE not wanting him there. In fact, he was offered a new contract, which we mentioned a moment ago, in which WWE sources claim was rejected. WWE confirms a fightful that Cesaro was uh, on a one-year extension, and as a result of it expiring, there is no non-compete clause. Uh, there were plans to use Cesaro on up-and-coming shows. That's no longer the case. We're told that at the time of departure, there had been no long-term creative plans for Cesaro, and that unless a new deal was reached, that would remain the case. Cesaro had lost his last seven televised matches dating all the way back to November. Fucking hell. And we're told that there was no indication he was going to re-sign and therefore no incentive to push him accordingly. Uh, In the hours following this move, uh, they'd learned a lot more about the situation. And as far back as October, Cesaro had mentioned to members of the roster that his deal was coming up in February and that he wasn't sure if he'd be hanging around. There were several that uh, they'd spoken to that were surprised that he'd gone uh, got a one-year extension as opposed to the standard re-signing length. Others that they'd spoken to mentioned that they'd said their goodbyes and that they said he didn't necessarily provide a reason as to why he was wrapping up. However, other sources indicated reasonable disappointment on his part with how he was used, things that he was left off of, and spots he didn't fill. WWE source said that we'd heard back. Uh, sorry, WWE sources that we'd heard back from spoke highly of Cesaro's professionalism in handling his last match and finishing up with the company. Another said that until he ends up elsewhere, there's always a possibility he could be re-signed. We were told by numerous people within WWE that it didn't appear to be a door completely closed or burn bridge. Well, Bill, he shows up at Revolution in the face of the Revolution match. 
grabs that brass ring that Vince McMahon said he could never grab <laughs> into his furious and blackballs him. Um, because <laughs> that's definitely gonna happen. <laughs> um, I mean, like, the, lots of digest things. there. Well, I mean, I'm saying that he was left disappointed about all these things. Yeah, absolutely. Of course he fucking was, because you've got a guy who is regarded by everybody but one man mm. as being, like, <laughs> amazing at what he does and, like, should be in the, in the main event, should yeah. be a world champion. Yeah. How many, like, how many people do we talk to? Like, even people who aren't really big Cesaro fans, like Aaron, Said, yeah, there's still even sort of coming Oh, to... yeah. I, I, he should have probably held a world championship at some point in his career. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, it's what it baffles me. This, I'm what's cool is that obviously it is his contract's expired. Um, I'll I'd be shocked if he didn't show up in AW. I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I, I want to see him in New Japan, I want him in the G1. Mm. That's like my dream thing for him, but I'd I'd be stunned if he didn't show up in AW. See, I I'd like to see him there. It'd be cool, but then does it not end up one of those situations like say Miro, for example, where everyone goes, "Oh my god!" Like, why didn't they push him? He's amazing. And they get there. There's a lot of sort of pomp and circumstance around it, but then just gets lost in the shuffle. Like, granted, I know Mira's been injured, and yes, he had a decent TNT run, like TNT title run. Aside from that, it's fairly irrelevant. Is it going to be another one of those things where... I, I don't know. I think I think the thing, the thing is, with it, is that he's a guy who... He, he's a guy who, let's face it, he's probably a license to print money. Hmm. Like, if, if he shows up in AEW and... They, they put a t-shirt out of Cesaro, a load of people are going to buy it. Mm. Uh, they're going to put him on, they're going to put him in a position where he gets the chance to kind of like show his worth. He doesn't need to win a world title in AEW because he can just go out and like do his thing and have good matches. He doesn't need to be there every week because mm. when he does show up, it's a bigger deal. Um, I, As I say, I don't necessarily think it's the best destination. I think it's the most likely destination. Mm. Um, I think it it is a no brainer for them. Um, I, I my dream would be Claudio in the in the G one. That's yeah, what I want. Be good. That would be good. I want I want Claudio Castagnoli doing fucking murder uppercuts on on Suzuki. I want him <laughs> fucking UFO in Ishii. I want him Ricola bombing the fucking solo and Naito. That's what I want. <laughs> my worry, um, and as you say, to your point. Like it's most likely, but it's not necessarily the best. My worry now with with anyone that goes to AEW is that they will get lost in the shuffle. Like, unless you're we mentioned AJ Styles as kind of the only place it has been. Unless you're someone like AJ Styles, you you go in there to get lost in the shuffle. There's already for me, and I don't even watch it that often, but mm. for me, there's already too many names in that 
oh, well, they came from here. They should have been a world champion. Oh, they came from here. They're really yeah. underused and they're going to get used better in AEW. Like, and how many of those people do you sign before you go, fuck, like, we've run out of space now. Like, we can't, we can sign someone else, but we can't guarantee them the kind of success that we know that they're deserving of. Interestingly, we spoke about this last week, didn't we? Where, like, it feels, unless it's like an absolute guaranteed moneymaker, he's not, Tony's not going to sign them now because he mm. doesn't. Um, and we'll probably are we probably are going to see a lot of contracts that are, are coming up this year, not get renewed. Mm. Um, and it's one of them, isn't it? The people who I thought would have done better there who haven't quite hit like hit the mark. Yeah. Um, and people who have exceeded the expectations there. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, and the way to look at it is even if they got him in for like a short-term thing or a paper appearance thing. Like, there's a couple of money matches there for him to have. For sure. Like, for sure. Eddie Kingston. I was going to say, Eddie back. Kingston comes to mind, definitely. Get, get a heel Claudio Castagnoli versus top babyface Eddie Kingston. Mm. Um, I mean, a match with Brian, like a proper match with Brian. A proper match with Brian, yeah. Fucking wheels are off, not like the WWE one where it was amazing, but you could tell they were like, Holding back. back, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that there's some there's some guys there who we've never seen him wrestle before, like the I don't know the likes of Hangman. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that'd be a fun, great match. Um, Punk, we've not seen him wrestle yeah. Punk in years. Um, Daniel Garcia, I'd love to see Daniel oh, Garcia oh. and Cesaro. Oh, oh, yes, please. Oh. I mean, he's still recovering from getting his head caved in by fucking Mox and, Bri- and Brian on Dynamite. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Cesaro well, and Mox. There's another one. Yeah, Cl- Claudio and, he, and Mox. There we go. Oh, and just just him against Dante Martin, so we can throw him as high as he fucking can. <laughs> um, and then uppercut him back up into the air. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean it, it, it's one of them, isn't it? He's another one. Wherever he goes, I'm gonna follow him because mm. I, I like, like him. Watching. He's a fucking. As, as I say, he's a star, should have been a megastar. Yeah. Like Lee or, or anyone on the booking team at Progress, if you're listening, get Claudio at Progress, please. I really want to see him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, get him in get him in super strong style 60. Mm. Claudio versus Swerve opening round. Let's do it, boys. Oh my. <laughs> I, I reckon I'm trying to think what else. I mean he's a former PWG world champion, he'll probably he'll probably dip his toe in there. Why not? I I am I imagine that at least one person who knows him in AEW who might be main event in the pay-per-view this week <laughs> has probably sent him a text um and gone, oh what about here? <laughs> <laughs> come come and reform the bay base. Oh God! <laughs> Xavier Woods must must be so fucking sad right now. Bless him. Let me give him a little cuddle. Um, <laughs> moving on, uh, Corey Graves has confirmed to TMZ that he's been cleared. Uh, he said, it "Crossed my mind. I went to speak to. I went and spent some time in the do- with the doctors middle of last year. I kind of got the itch. This is one of the first times I'm saying it publicly. Publicly, I have been medically cleared to compete. It's not an immediate goal of mine. It was something I needed to know for my own sanity." My journey in the ring got cut short and it's it's kind of eaten at me for years. Always wondering what if, what if there's a chance. 
what if there's an opportunity? I went and did the necessary steps and it turns out I'm more than okay or more okay than I thought I should say. Um, but never say never. It's not an immediate goal, but you can never take the wrestler out of my heart. So it remain, I'd be remiss if I didn't say I didn't have any interest in something. Um, That's pretty cool. I mean, I didn't really know much about his in-ring career. I've only really known him as an announcer. I know he was held in quite a high regard in NXT before the kind of NXT that we knew it as a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's, it, what's, what's interesting is I'd say his style would be more kind of like over today than it would have but it was back then. Really? Very, very technical guy, very submission-based guy. You mentioned Daniel Garcia before. Mm. Um, reminds me a lot of like stuff that he does. Um, right. He was, I really liked Corey Graves as, uh, um, as a, like, as a wrestler. Whether his style fits in WWE mm. is nothing like, and it, it seems as if he's got a job for life in WWE. Yeah. Um, again, he's someone, if the opportunity came about, I'd probably be more excited to see him show up somewhere like Terminus. Mm-hmm. Or... Like given up. his style. Yeah, he's yeah. Very, like, very technical. He's like lots of submissions, lots of like strikes. Um, nice. I'd love to see him have a, have a match with like, Gresham, I'd love to see him wrestle uh, Danielson. Mm. But as far as like in WWE, there's not many guys who wrestle that style and they seem to be wanting to distance from that style. Yeah, yeah. So what I don't think he'd have a very high ceiling within WWE. I think mm. there's the possibility he could go back to NXT, maybe do something there. Yeah, uh, There's a lot of guys who would f- fit with it fit within that style like mm-hmm. um, Pete Dunne for example yeah yeah um, yeah it's just one of them isn't it you got never say never I, I personally don't think WWE would be that interested in using him as a wrestler no especially when they seem to hold him in quite high regard as like a, a like on air personality and a commentator yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I'm, I, I wouldn't be against seeing Corey Graves wrestle again absolutely not yeah Cool. Um, we'll move on and we will go to something the WrestleVotes have tweeted out uh, where they said, we are roughly five weeks out and I'm told that the WrestleMania card is still very fluid. Hence the reason for the vague edge promo, the two-week delay on the tag team title match and the Madison Square Garden title defense for Brock. Creative is leaving a ton of space in nearly every storyline to allow major flexibility. I mean, that that very fluid sounds like they don't really know what to do. Very, very fluid sounds to me like we haven't got a fucking clue. We've, yeah. got, we've got probably two matches and the rest is up in the air. They've announced they've announced three for Mania so far, haven't they? We've got Brock and Roman, Charlotte and Ronda. What's the Becky. other one? <laughs> Becky and... Bianca. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, They've actually announced that's going to... Uh, like while we while we've been recording, they've announced that's going to be on night one as well. Okay. Um. Yes, it, it does. It definitely feels like. I mean, obviously there is that match, the match that we're going to be talking about in a minute. Well, I was going to say, do, should we just move that up because it's it's on the same subject, isn't it? Like, might as well. Yeah. Um. 
So, yeah, there's uh, the old... Um, yeah, so... Oh, I, I meant I meant the, the one below that that was already below that. But yeah, oh. we'll talk about the... Uh, so yeah, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair as main event night one, Roman and Brock's main event night two. And they've billed Roman and Brock as the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Not the laziest, definitely not the laziest. Definitely not the laziest. Fuck me, it's... It, I I mean, it is, isn't it? It's, it is a little bit lazy. It, it, it's the fact I mean, that they kind of... It, for me, it feels like they've... They tried to put so much emphasis on the WWE Championship, and then they've gone, "Ah, fuck it, let's just merge them," because they that would involve them having to like come up with another storyline. Which, I mean, it, it, it's weird because for the first, even though we love like two night WrestleMania, for the first time, it feels like how are they going to get two nights worth of action? Yeah, that's why it's very fluid, mate. <laughs> they haven't got a fucking clue how they're going to. Why this fucking two for one second to me? Um, well, actually, do you know what? Going on, because we haven't got that in the article, but I was having this chat with somebody the other day. We spoke they were like, oh, yeah, they, they were like, oh, fucking two for one tickets. Like, oh, they must be really struggling. Well, you think about it, it's not necessarily that they're struggling. They've got like a fucking, what, 80, 90,000 capacity stadium. No, more than two, that. Exactly. Say 100,000. Oh, yeah, no, it's, for, it two, for two nights, like it's, it's difficult enough to sell out one. So, what a yeah. way to entice people! Like, okay, two for one. Like, you've got to try and sell that out or as close to the sold out as possible. Two nights in a row, yeah. like that shouldn't come as too much as a surprise that they are offering two. For oh yeah, one. like if if it was a smaller venue, you'd go, yeah, really, you can't sell that out. But you, but at the same time, the, the thing that worries me is they've not got much confidence in the card, and that's why they've done it. Yeah. Yeah, a little uh, bit of that. There's yeah, like, it, it's like the Occam's Razor side, side of it. There's like, oh yeah, well, it makes sense business-wise because it guarantees a sellout. But at the same time, it's it means they mustn't have confidence in one of the nights. Yeah. That they've got to say, well, if you get your ticket, you can get your free one for the other one. Hmm. Well, I don't think it's buy one, get one free for the other night. It's buy one, get one free for the same night so you can take a friend. So they sell oh, out thought, one night guarantee. I thought it was buy one get one free for the same night, like two for one I for the same. Two for one is in like two for one on nights because they're doing the same. They're doing the same with um, SmackDown in the Hall of Fame. If you buy tickets, I've seen Smackdown. that. Yeah, you get one for oh. the other. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I, I, I guess maybe it's partly because I don't watch Raw and SmackDown all that much anymore. Like I don't watch it week in week out. I'll kind of catch up on what happened on social media, see some highlights. Yeah. So I'm not invested massively into what's going on. And maybe that is playing part, uh, playing into me not being mm. as excited for Mania this year because I, I'm not I, watching it as much and there's nothing for me to invest in. But even when I do dip in and see what's going on, I'm like, say, there like, still isn't anything. Even like when we were covering it last year, like I, there wasn't much we were invested in. No, there really wasn't. Like, it, it, it got to the point where we were, the only reason we were excited on the on the card was because like, oh yeah, that match should be good. Mm. As opposed to, I'm really invested in this story. Yeah, like, oh, there's a storyline running throughout. And I'm interested to see how this plans out. It's like, oh, there's one match on a three-hour show that hopefully will be all right. Yeah, or, and that's where the problem yeah. lies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Really. Um, I don't know, the thing is, they... We say all this, 
they do always, for me, and I, I'm not speaking for everyone, it does feel that they always manage to pull it out of the bag at Mania. Like, and that's not to say that, oh, it's an amazing card top to bottom. It's always brilliant. But WrestleMania visually is always a spectacle. Yeah. It's the big daddy. Like, and you can be a casual fan or a diehard fan, and you can always find something in, in a WrestleMania that you come away from and go, I really enjoyed that. I really liked it. Mm. Just the whole spectacle of Mania, that still gets me excited, I guess, like the, the Mania season, yeah, everything I mean, that goes on in and around Mania, even if the card is a bit... Mm. There's going to be matches on the card that are good. I'm not yeah. going to dispute that. Like, as, as we said before, JJ Styles is being talked about. That, that excites me. Yeah. Um it's more it's more the fact like it feels less and less exciting as far as the actual like product goes yeah like even even look at the rumble like that was a fucking garbage pay-per-view and that's normally one that rumbles are dud and that was disappointing because the rumbles that yeah and that's one where usually you're guaranteed to have something that gets you excited on it and yeah it was largely... I mean, the Women's Rumble was good. Women's Rumble was good. I really enjoyed the Women's but Rumble. Everything it, else around it... Mm. Yeah, but it was largely an inconsequential pay-per-view and it wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, And even the Women's Rumble, as soon as Ronda came out, it was like, all right, well... She's won. We know who's winning now, yeah. There was no, yeah. like, kind of, like... There's no kind of, like, surprise involved. No. No. Even even with the likes of like Brock and Roman, like I don't think there's a surprise involved. Mm. I think it's a fairly foregone conclusion Roman's going to get his WrestleMania win over Brock finally. And unify the titles. That's the and biggest thing coming out of it, isn't it? The unification. Yeah. And again, it's it puts them in a corner because like there's obviously talk of like them binning off the draft mm. because they quite frankly they've not got the talent to really cross the two thin. Yeah. They've gutted the roster. They don't need the. They don't need a brand split. Also, if they're doing that with the the men's world titles, they should absolutely be doing the same with the women's world titles. Because if the men's division isn't big enough, the women's certainly isn't. I mean, the the one that I'd say would be the the highest priority would be the tag titles. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's what like five four, six across yeah. both brands, five or six tag teams. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Um, moving on there. Oh boy, sticking uh, with WrestleMania and nonsense. John John <laughs> Pollock of Post Wrestling has reported that we're making the rounds that the company is currently planning a feud between Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee for WrestleMania 38. <coughs> Sorry, I just choked on a drink. I did not stutter there. Um, <laughs> it is fair to said that the feud will most likely culminate in an official match between the two at the show of shows. Vince is set to appear on Pat McAfee's podcast this coming Thursday. Uh, Meltzer has recently reported as well that WWE are planning to have a smoke and mirrors match for McMahon, given his advanced age. The type of match usually involves numerous interferences. Expect Austin Theory to play a part of the part of Vince McMahon's lackey in this match. Stooge Austin. <laughs> Did somebody smoke and mirrors? Oh, God. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> You're only smoking mirrors. I mean, it's only taking you, what, 40 minutes for a Cody Rhodes reference. I think you're doing all right. Don't worry about it. It's the only, it's the only one we've got. Cody's been quiet this week. <laughs> That's all right. Makes, 
which means he's probably going to fucking light out, surprise motherfucker, someone at Raw tonight. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 38. Your thoughts, Jake? Your first thoughts? Go. I wanted to see Pat McAfee wrestle again. <laughs> I didn't want to see him wrestle Vince. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean... Like, oh, God. You release half your fucking company and you've got Sami Zayn defending the Intercontinental title against Johnny fucking Knoxville. Vince McMahon wrestling Pat McAfee. Like, Shane McMahon's teasing the match with Hogan. I mean, you know, maybe... maybe Sorry, what? Such... Yeah, Shane's been teasing the match with Hogan on Twitter today. Oh, um, my fuck. Maybe, you know, it's not a good idea to get rid of your wrestlers in your wrestling company. Sorry, you know what? Damon Company. Um, do you know what could have been a good match? Cesaro and Pat McAfee. That'd have been fun. That would have been fun. Pat, Pat would have sold like a champ. You know what else would have been a good match? Keith Lee versus Cesaro. But, you know, we might get an AW now. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They <laughs> <laughs> might be in a ladder match together this Sunday. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Smoke and mirrors. Like, just do a cinematic. Yeah, I was going to say cinematic match would be good, but if it's if, in front of... If, if we have to watch that, if we have to watch Pat McAfee against Vince McMahon, at least make it a cinematic. I mean, it, is it going to be better or worse than Vince against Brett? Because that was smoke and mirrors and that was fucking terrible. The only good part of that was when Brett finally fucking kicked Vince in the dick and put him in the sharpshooter. <laughs> Mercifully, <laughs> oh, that, that was like that, like literally went like 20 minutes. 20 minutes, it was just the heart family beating the shit out of Vince. Best bout machine, Vince McMahon. <laughs> 20 and minute bang, it was dead fucking awkward because you're all thinking, Are they doing that for Owen? They're doing that for Owen. <laughs> oh, no, um, oof, yikes. Ah, speaking of good Owen Hart news, um. AW did release that really nice Owen Hart t-shirt this week. They did. I'm probably going to buy it. Probably going to buy that. And the new Buddy Matthews one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, still talking oh, yeah. about WWE. We'll move on. Uh, we'll stick with WrestleMania weekend uh, type news. Wrestle votes again with a tweet saying, although the idea was in fact considered until The Undertaker will not be a solo inductee at this year's Hall of Fame. Source expects uh, additional names to be added soon, potentially starting tomorrow at time of recording. Uh, it is Monday the 28th. Um, so, yeah, I'm assuming what they mean by solo inductees is the only person inducted this year. Yeah, there, there was talk. A lot of people have, a lot of like people within WWE and outside of WWE have said he, he's warranted. Like Andre got a solo inductee. inductee. Did he? Yeah. Um, you'd you'd argue Undertaker is on that level mm. of like iconic, like yeah, 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 absolutely. Iconic. However, then, then the other side of it, racist Terry didn't get a solo one. He just, but his was kind of like uh, it was almost like a tribute to him because it was like him and a large number of people who were kind of like influential in his career. Yeah. Like, I think Piper went in the same time as him. Um, 
Macho Man, maybe? Or... No, Savage didn't. Um, Paul Orndorff. Um... Oh, okay. Right, right, right. I want to say Shiki Baby. I'm sure Shiki Baby did. Either way, like when, <laughs> when, when Hogan got inducted, there was a load of people who were like, kind of, like he feuded with at his height. In yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that went in with him. So maybe... That like, makes sense. But then there's no one who... I was going to say, is there anyone he's feuded with that isn't already in there? Mayor Glenn's in there. Foley's in there. Sean's in there. Hunter's Rick, in there with the ex. I don't Hunter. think on his own. Yeah. Because he wouldn't want it. Um, yeah. Uh, Part of the reason I also think, like, and this is going back to what we just discussed about them kind of wanting to sell tickets, maybe struggling to put bums in seats, like, <laughs> by adding other people to that Hall of Fame you thing. I don't Garrett, think people are going to want to go to up two hours of fucking... Mark two hours Calloway. of two hours of mean Mark Calloway. <laughs> I was really upset about my match with Bill Goldberg. <laughs> he dropped me on my head. <laughs> no, you don't want that. I'd, I'd love that. <laughs> Michelle McCool. Anyway, Michelle McCool. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think what would be cool is they could have had like because there's multiple people who could induct them. Mm. So they could almost the way they could flesh it out is have like Foley oh, come out, yeah, and tell a couple of anecdotes, yeah, yeah, and then Kane come out and do the same, and then Sean or Brett come out and do the same. No, not Meglen, no, no, not him. Have, have you seen Xbox tweet that he put up before? Oh no, what about Meglen? It's literally just a picture of him with the flamethrower firing at a, a Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Kill it with fire. Pop shagging <laughs> Xbox. We'll be talking about him later. Aye, um, we will. But yeah, that's not a bad shout. You have a handful of people that yeah, come out, like, maybe do 15, 20 minutes each about him. Yeah, like even even go get like a guy, like a couple of guys like Nash and uh, Scott Hall. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously Jake's an AW, so they'll be, they'll be funny with using him, but... Yeah, you have people like, I don't know, like a couple of his, like say Orton, Edge, people Godfather. like that. Godfather, definitely. Definitely. Def- <laughs> Charlie Wright out there. <laughs> Get him, get him fucking telling some stories about, about being drunk and trying to give Undertaker his watch. <laughs> <laughs> and asking for it back the next day when he's hungover. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, who do you think's going to... like? Well, who else only, could go in? At, what do you mean? Yeah, like, who else do you think they could induct? There's not many names left, is there, at the moment? No, I mean, Batista was meant to go in, wasn't he? And uh, what happened with that again? I forget. Wasn't Batista meant to go in last year? Did he not? Or did he and then he just didn't turn up? I can't remember the situation around it. I can't I do recall. I don't know. I'm sure he was... Well, he was wasn't, on the list oh, of being inducted. He didn't have fans. He didn't want to be there. Is that what it was? Do it in front of the fans. I mean, they're, they're saving the rock till next year, aren't they? Let's be honest now. Oh, hang on, hang on. This is from... Last year, former WWE champion Batista revealed on Wednesday, this was March 24, 2021, he will not be part of the upcoming WWE Hall of Fame ceremony, which will take place on April the 6th. Batista, who was originally announced as an inductee into the 2020 Hall of Fame, will be unable to attend the event due to previous obligations. So he's not been inducted because of that? Yeah. So they might, they might get Big Dave. 
But then does Big Dave not deserve to Big, be like a headline uh, inductee? Big Dave's busy. He's fucking filming Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Big Dave's always busy. He's, yeah, he's got June 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Looking after busy. rescue dogs. Busy, busy, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like you say, like the the list gets thinner and thinner, doesn't it? Like of, of people the, to induct. The only one I can really think of, and it's whether they do it because of who it is, is the Steiners. Mm. And obviously they've had Rick back because of Bron. Yeah. They've said they're open for working with Scott now. I I personally think that's bollocks. <laughs> Scott, Scott Stein is called Stephanie McMahon. I comes in an interview. There's no way <laughs> getting him in. Wow. Did he? Yeah. Simon Miller was interviewed him. Oh, Jesus. He just turned around and went, well, Stephanie McMahon's a cunt. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. I, 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 that would be the obvious one, like the Steiners. Hmm. Um. Other than that, it's going. It's going to be them like inducting people again, which kind China? of value. Is China in there? She's in with DX. They wouldn't do it on her own. No. No fucking way they do it on her own. Why not? Triple H said that fucking thing didn't he? Where he was like, "Oh, well, if kids Google her, they'll, they'll find the porno." Uh... It's bollocks, but it's yeah. But X Pac's in there. Fucking Google him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, they only have to Google Kane or Mag Glenn and see his fucking dumpster fire Twitter. <laughs> just have to follow him on Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know whose response I'm more happier about Hangman's or Xbox. Uh, Hangman's was good. When he put like all the, all, like, the UNICEF and charities and shit and then <laughs> underneath, <laughs> put underneath 10 best unprotected chair shots Kane's had video. <laughs> Fucking my world champion. Outstanding. Hang Shall we move on? We've got a couple of bits left yeah. of WWE news. Um, so we've got a little NXT one. Diamond Mind's Ivy Nile has revealed on Twitter that she is now engaged. Congratulations. Hey, Ivy massive Nile. congrats. Did you see Bivens tweet about this? No, go on. Oh, oh my God. I, I put it in the Bivens posting on Discord. So I've, I was ready to quote it. He said, let me handle the catering for the wedding because if I have to eat... Grilled chicken breast smothered in muscle milk. I'm flipping over tables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shagger Bivins, top lad. Oh, he's the top, best. Top he's lad. Best. That's that's one guy on the podcast bucket list that I'd like to get on. Malcolm oh, Bivins. I would love to just do anything with Bivins. <laughs> I, uh, coming up to WrestleMania as well. It's almost their time for my annual watch of WrestleMania after dark, which was just fucking great <laughs> RJ RJ City's a like Wrestlemania after show thing that WWE got him to do and he had Malcolm Bivens as a reporter on the scene at the performance centre and Dexter Lewis kept following him around <laughs> and he's like I'm at the performance centre nobody's here and then Dexter <laughs> Lewis is just like stalking him <laughs> outstanding <laughs> great uh, last bit of WWE NXT news. Um, PW Insider notes that there was hope internally for Asuka to return this month, but there's been nothing for her creatively. Nobody's <sighs> ready. Yeah. Fuck me. Nobody's you know, ready for Asuka. Not you know even creative. Should, you know what they should just do, right? Here's a mad idea. Call me crazy now. 
just book Asuka versus Shayna Baszler. Ooh, there's give a novel thought. Give them 15 minutes, let them kick the shit out of one another. Do it. Yes, okay. please. Good money to see that. Good, good money. Right. Uh, well, that's WWE news. It is. Right. <laughs> AEW news. So we've touched this briefly um, at the start of the podcast slash radio show. Uh, Tony Khan's next major announcement is set to take place on Dynamite this week. He appeared on the Busted Open Radio on Busted Open Radio and said it's set to change the wrestling world. Um, that's a huge and they're billing it as a huge announcement, which means it's going to probably be quite a significant one. Um, Show of New Japan. I mean, they they announced today. So it's not this, which is what one thing I thought it could have been. Uh, they announced today that they're debuting in California uh, in June. Okay. Oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. On being the elites, um, okay. and also Detroit as well was the other one. Um. So it's not it's nothing to do with. I don't think it's anything to do with the show. My theory, and this is just a theory, because I apparently, uh, according to Fightful, he's been keeping this close to his like. Not many people are privy to what it is. Like he's he's keeping this one top secret. Mm. Um, I've got a, a feeling they might have bought either bought Ring of Honor or bought like the tape library of Ring of Honor. Damn. And then that can then lead to them having a streaming service. Because mm. he said he's had to have multiple meetings, which would indicate that. Different stakeholders and yeah, organizations talk to different organizations about stuff and like get yeah, yeah. the things legally signed, etc. etc. Or he's just signed a carder. I well, he said it's not a signing. Oh, Boom. so give me a carder. I mean, a carder's coming that they've, they've been fucking teasing for months, mate. Yeah, they've, they've, they've literally mentioned him by name, Dan Housen, saying he's. You've been on the phone to a car there and everything. <laughs> um, I, I think the new a new Japan show of some sort would be the logical thing. Mm. Um I I know that they've kind of said they're expecting to have a streaming service in place by the end of the year. Um obviously these things take time, but a, a good way to kind of boost a good way to boost that would be. Oh yeah, it, we've got Ring of Honor's tape library. You can go watch yeah. like the box, Cody, Kenny, Adam Cole, Brody King, um, Dan House, and also PWG's back library. Do that. Yeah, I mean uh, that that should be easy. Like just literally fucking Ask Excalibur. Yeah, you, <laughs> he's right you, there. <laughs> you literally you, you've got to pass him when he goes to sit at his fucking commentary table and do the Lord's work. Oh, by the way, can we can we just grab a few of those clips? Sure, brilliant, thanks. Easy, done. Excalibur, uh, can can Super Dragon just like turn the lights off and just like curb some stomp someone one time? <laughs> just once, just one, one time. curb stomp on somebody. I I don't like QT Marshall. He's doing fuck all at the moment. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm sending to the fucking used car dealership in the sky. Um, <laughs> yeah, like just. They, they they've got I mean they've got the means to I I I think that that would be the logical thing they could be announcing. The streaming yeah. service. 
maybe or the, the buyout of Ring of Honor. Well, uh, there's there's another news piece that leads into me thinking that something sort of Ring of Honor centric for sure. Um, but also, I've got a theory as why that might have happened as well. Um, I, the the other thing I can I can foresee it being is, as you say, like a joint New Japan show. We mm. spoke about it a few weeks ago, didn't we? Um, yeah. Meltzer said that there's talk of uh, Wrestle Kingdom Night Three next year being AEW versus New Japan oh. in Japan, which would be awesome. Also. The only other thing, though, for me, which would make me think maybe not so much, is that Tony's already said that he's allowing AEW talent to work New Japan shows going forward, mm. um, provided it's not in um, markets they haven't run yet, I believe was the creed, though, but then they hadn't run California and Mox and Kingston was on, were on the California show, so I don't know. Um, mm. Either way, I, I think, I, I feel like a New Japan AW joint pay-per-view, while it would be massive, wouldn't necessarily change the wrestling landscape. Yeah. Which is why I think it's it could be Ring of Honor. Okay. Well, speaking of which, that leads in nicely. Fightful has learned that an interesting free agent uh, was in Bridgeport, Connecticut, at the site of this week's AEW Dynamite. So, time of recording, that was last week. Is that correct? Yeah, that was, it was Wednesday. Um, Wednesday. But he got That's it. AEW sources have indicated that original Ring of Honor world champion Jonathan Gresham and friend of the podcast I'm was slated to be at the show uh, last week in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Fightful were not told if he'd appear on screen or is planned to do any work of AEW in any capacity. Gresham has been a free agent since the week of Ring of Honor final battle. Um, um I, I think so. That would make, make me think it could have been Ring of Honor centric as well. But mm. the other thing is, given the timing, um, I know he was backstage at uh, AEW prior to the first Terminus show. Obviously, we had the second one this week. Mm-hmm. Um. And he had a lot of AEW talent on there. He had Daniel Garcia, Serena Deeb. Um, someone else we'll talk about in a minute, Santana. Um, he did have someone else as well. Oh, fuck, who was it? Wasn't, there wasn't another eight. Oh, it was Jay Lethal. Uh, and oh, yeah. Black, who uh, isn't signed to AEW, but he's doing a lot of stuff on Dark. Yeah. He's, um, he's, he's on there quite frequently. I think he's probably like, the kind of connection to correct hmm. so to speak um and yeah obviously the first show as well he had lee moriarty show up he had a few uh oh what's his name diamante um and i imagine terminus three is probably gonna have even more ew talent it's probably probably him trying to get us the match we want give us what we want um yeah, and I know Santana is meant to be at the next term of the show as well, anyway. Mm. So it's pro- probably talking about like what talent he's allowed to use, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I also wouldn't be surprised if there was maybe the offer to go do some stuff there. Again, would love to see it. it I, don't, I don't necessarily think he'd be signed, but I think 
it'll be cool to just get him to come. Like, absolutely, they do, they do the whole um, like TNT Open Challenge thing. Hmm. It it'll be quite cool to just have Gresham just show up and have like a match with like Sammy Guevara, for example. Yeah, man. And just like they're they're like melding of styles. Obviously, Gresham can like do high flying stuff when he wants to. Um, he's an amazing technical wrestler. Mm. Uh, at Terminus, him and Santana were fucking brawling through the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Santana yeeted them into a load of fucking shares um, <laughs> twice. Um, but yeah, it'd, it'd be intriguing to be intriguing to see what comes of that. I, I still think it could be more like Ring of Honor business because I know he's, mm. as the champion, he's been doing a lot of kind of like networking on behalf of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, like he's an old, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Absolutely. And wherever he shows up again, he's someone I'm gonna follow wherever they go. Yeah, without a doubt. Get, uh, get him versus Claudio. <laughs> For those that don't know, uh, we interviewed Jonathan Gresham last week. Uh approximately we almost th- got a fucking scoop. <laughs> approximately three hours before he got on the plane to go to Dynamite. In Bridgeport, yeah. Connecticut. Um, yeah, it's a he quick interview. We managed to grab. to be fair. We managed to grab twenty minutes of his time, <laughs> um, and it is available on all streaming services. So yeah, check that out. Give it a listen. Um, lovely, lovely guy, and uh, a yeah, great interview. Really good fella. Big fan. Yeah. Um, moving on, someone else who we were lucky enough to meet actually this week. Yeah. Um, and was also on the Terminus show. Uh, after weeks of rumours, Fightful has learned that All Elite Wrestling have signed Shane Swerve Strickland. Uh, Wrestling Observer noted that last week that Swerve was expected to come to AEW, but later noted it wasn't made clear if, if Strickland was AEW bound and said there is very good chance he's coming in. Fightful has been told since January many within AEW were operating on the assumption that the deal was going forward and that the deal is in effect starting the first week of March, so this week. Um, those that... we that they spoke to said AEW inquired very early after his release about potentially bringing Swerve in. Uh, they've also heard a lot of talk that AEW views Swerve as a potential crossover star. Uh, there have been numerous talent discussed over the past year for the additional Warner Media shows, um, though nothing is a given. In regards to Strickland's interest from outside companies that uh, they've reported, he's already been booked for GCW dates, appeared for numerous high-level indies, including Progress, um, and appeared for New Japan as well, and um, he doesn't have a con, but he doesn't have a contract with them. Uh, Ring of Honor had interest in booking him for dates for their reboot, uh, though that hasn't been announced and likely won't happen now. Um, I mean, awesome. Is he going it. to join the House of Black? I think so. That would be cool. Purely because, like everyone who's tweeted about the House of Black has joined. Yeah, and Swerve's been tweeting a lot about the House of Black. Swerve's uh, also like a big merch model for all of like Malachi Black's clothing range, isn't he? Like Black Mask. And clothing. a lot of his new merch kind of looks similar to in design to like some of the House of Black stuff. Oh, mate, that white shirt we've got with the face like that. Season one. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. I love that shirt. Really uh, good shirt. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, there's, there's usually a, Surprise entrant in the ladder match at Revolution mm. last year. Last year it was Ethan Page. The year before it was Brian Cage. Um, I I I think if it's going to be someone, it, if it isn't Claudio Castagnoli, it's probably going to be Swerve. Yeah, 
That being said, that being said, he could literally just debut this week. Surprise, motherfucker! Qualify and then make it in, and then still have Claude. He'll be the surprise entrance. Um, Yeah, yeah. I I think whatever he does, like he's he's just got it, hasn't he? He's so good. His match against Karen Noir at Progress last last weekend was outstanding. Apparently, I haven't seen it yet, but apparently his match with Nick Wayne from the weekend was brilliant. Yeah. I, I saw one spot where he was on the top rope screaming at Nick Wayne's mum, and Nick, <laughs> Nick Wayne then poisoned around him off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's also been teasing that he's going to be wrestling Darby Allen in AEW at some point. Um, Give me that. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. Also, Give me Strickland against fucking Sammy Guevara. That'd be awesome. Yeah, well, he's, he's got unfinished business with Panton and Phoenix as well. Has he? Yeah, from Lucha Underground. From Lucha Underground. Yeah. Oh, just have him debut as fucking kill shot. MLW teased that, to be fair. Did they? They did. They teased kill shot was coming. Um, He'd love to see it. I mean, again, we're talk, talking about people who are follow wherever they go, swears one of them. I yeah. can look with Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on, Fightful Select uh, has also reported that a surprising re-signing has taken place. Uh, quote, it looks like Brian Cage will be sticking around in all elite wrestling, at least if he's to be if, if he's to be believed. Word made it around backstage at Wednesday's All Elite Dynamite show that Brian Cage had told those close to him that AEW picked up his option year on his contract. Cage was said to have been surprised by this as he and virtually everyone else on the AEW roster thought his deal would simply expire. In an update on the Brian Cage contract situation, we've confirmed with sources within AEW that Cage's option year on his contract was picked up, and we noted on Wednesday that he told several people in the company that it had happened. We're told that his deal would have expired on February the 21st, but the option was exercised a couple of days before that happened. Cage hasn't been on AEW TV in months, and we did hear from a source within one other company that confirmed there would have been interest if he was made available. Those that we've reached out to say that Cage hasn't been backstage at AEW in months, but they have, uh, but was there for several weeks uh, after he'd been stopped used on tele- being stopped used on television. Cage's new deal is now set to expire in February of 2023. Yay! <laughs> I, I've just not asked about Brian Cage, unfortunately. No, me either. It, it's one of those things. He's obviously he, for a guy his size, you can do shit that no one else can do. Um, he's just got no fucking charisma. It's a charisma vacuum. Didn't <laughs> didn't absolute Ricky start say something like that in a promo? It's like they put you next to me, and not even my charisma could rub off on you, or something to that effect. Yes. <laughs> Ricky Stark's been doing the fucking Lord's work as usual. Always. Have you have you seen have you seen his impression of Keith Lee that on Dynamite this week yet? No, I'm going to have to find that. It's fucking brilliant. It, <laughs> it, it may have, it may have meant that I now when I like when I read Keith Lee's tweets, read it in that voice. <laughs> but yeah, Ricky yeah. Stark best. Um, um, yeah, back to that news article. Brian Cage for me, meh. Um, I what do they do with him there? I mean, 
He's been wrestling Buddy Matthews on the Indies a lot. Okay. Maybe they have Buddy just maybe they just sacrifice him to the House of Black. <laughs> have Buddy do like a bad murder on him, and then we don't see him again for a year. Malachi just <laughs> a black black sick on his face. I mean, it might give him some charisma. Oh, Malachi does a black sick on him, and he becomes a mute. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's. He's he's one of those people. If you put him in like a multi-man match, he, he's going to do a cool spot. Mm, mm. Just don't rely on him to run a whole fucking program, because mm. and don't let his wife tweet about his fucking anything dick. ever. <laughs> because you know you don't need to know that. No. Um. Yeah. I mean, the company that was looking at him, I'm guessing it was Control Your Narrative. Oh. Oh God. Because they were saying they. Oh were dear. Yeah. Um, oh. you know, um <laughs> Yeah. They they would have probably been really proud boys if the other side Brian Cage. Um, stop it! Just stop it! <laughs> I'm just, just controlling my narrative, mate. Um, right, move on. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, oh. speaking of uh, controlling your narrative. Jeff Hardy told the Jared Myers show on YouTube that he will be joining AEW. <laughs> Jared Myers' YouTube show has like 300 people. So Jeff Hardy probably didn't like who subscribed. So Jeff probably didn't think this was going to go viral. <laughs> it literally goes, I'm joining AEW. Yay. And then Woo. he said, they wanted me to, they wanted me to take a drug test, but they wouldn't give me the results for 28 days later. Hey, uh, what? Or 20, he said, they wanted them to take a drug test. But they were also want, wouldn't give them the result for 28 days, so they keep them off the road for 28 days. Oh. Um and then he basically just turned around and went, fuck WWE. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally like it's at a gig that Jeff was playing at like the merch stand. Jeff was signing autographs and this lads interviewed him. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell Jeff's just like, having a good time. Um he then later revealed on his Twitter that he hasn't signed anything yet, but AEW is where he wants to go, and that's like kind of like where he's hoping to end up. Okay. Um, I mean, let's face it, that he's they've been teasing Jeff for weeks now. Yeah. His ninety days is up on Thursday. Really? Well, it's up on Wednesday, but it's up like it's up at like midnight on the like going into the Thursday. Okay. So. I mean, he could show up on Rampage if it's not, if it's uh, a live one. quick, man. Yeah, it has. um, But I I imagine he's probably going to be showing up in AEW like in the next like three weeks. (laughs) No. They're probably probably fuming that they couldn't have gotten for the fucking pay-per-view. I'd imagine so. Well, yeah. Soon. Looking forward to one more Hardy Boys run. I mean, get it. Hardy's versus Private Party, yes please. Yes, Hardy's please. Brothers, yes please. yes please. Hardy's versus Jurassic Express, yes, yes please. please. Hardy versus the Bucks, yes please. Yes please. <laughs> uh, Hardy's Hardy versus, versus Red Dragon, Red Dragon. Yes, yeah, yes please. FTR, yes, yes please. please. <laughs> um, anyone oh. in the Dark Order, yes please. Yes, please. It's just a lot of tag teams. The Acclaimed, yes please. Best friends, yes, please. Be down for that. 
just a lot of them in the mate. Yeah. The team. Serpentico and the original uh, Death Dealer. <laughs> House Kings of the Black Throne. Yes, yes, please. please. <laughs> right, enough of that. We'll move on. Uh, actually, to be fair, um, what's it? Anne Helico and what's his name? Jack against, Evans, TH2. Against the Hardys. Yes, yeah. please. Yes, please. Be down with that. However, that won't be happening anytime soon because he's revealed in his Twitter that he suffered a torn ACL and meniscus near the end of 2021, but is on his way to recovery. He posted uh, with a video of him walking across the top of monkey bars while squatting on one leg occasionally. He also confirmed his silly hat will be returning. Have you seen the video? Nope. It's ridiculous. It's like, he's literally like walked, like, as I say, it's monkey bars. Yeah. And he's walking across the top of them. And then he's just like standing on one leg and like doing squats with it. Fucking hell. He's like, yeah, my knee's okay. (laughs) Fair play. Mad man. (laughs) But yeah, speedy recovery is another one who I really enjoy watching. Um, Absolutely. Very exciting wrestler indeed is Angelico. Yeah. Um, speaking of exciting wrestlers, Buddy Matthews finally debuted in AEW after being released by WWE Woo-hoo! in Wicked 2021. Um, Fightful gave an update on the process saying, we're told that Matthews and AEW had discussions as far back as last fall but haven't learned when a deal was nailed down. In addition to working for MLW in New Japan, there were overtures on behalf of Impact Wrestling to bring him in at that didn't end up happening. Um, those that they spoke to in AEW said Matthews made a very good impression upon arriving at the venue. There was said to be another spot that particularly made a good impression when he had a planned spot that he, that he nixed when he found out it involved him using another person's finishing move. Several members of the roster knew that Matthews was coming in and that he'd be aligned with the House of Black as far as three weeks back before he signed, um, leading many to speculate the deal had been done for quite a while. Who's, whose finisher do you reckon that was? Do you reckon it was the curb stomp? Because he was using that on the indies in a couple of matches. Yeah, and that's Britt's finisher. Mm. And the buckle bomb as well he was doing. No one uses the buckle bomb as a finisher. Britt's been using the stomp as a finisher. I suppose, yeah, not a finisher. But yeah, the stomp, yeah, yeah. He did the super dragon stomp instead on Penta, which looked even fucking better, to be fair. Yeah. I am very, very, very happy that Buddy Matthews yeah. is there, and let's that just they've get really pulled on Buddy. Let's just get him versus Pack like now. Just, yeah, just get it, get and it that they've they've pulled on that that previous storyline as well with him and Black. Yeah, and he's aligned in the house. It just it's, it's superb. I'm really, really, really pleased with it. I get the impression that Malachi Black, when he was pitching the House of Black, was like, "I want you to sign these men." Yeah, <laughs> here, here are my demands. <laughs> it's like it's just like Brody King, um, because he's ta- he tagged with him in PWG. Yeah, yeah, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, all the shit that he's done there. Swerve, and cause swerve, because like, we love swerve. Um, yeah, it, it's, it was great debut as well. Really cool. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Malachi's fucking character work in that way. He was like shitting himself and pat, mm. like looked looked like he'd seen a ghost. Yeah, and then. Started cackling and like sitting there like a lunatic, like rocking while Buddy was beating the shit out of Pack. It was beautiful. Great like to see it. You do you think? <laughs> um, just a quick one on the House of Black. Uh, loving everything they're doing. Would really like to see Swerve join as well. Do you think? And if they do, who add a female member 
to the stable. That season, Julia Hart. Are they? Yeah, because Malachi did uh, the black stick on her a couple. Is she weeks still? Back. Is she still wearing the eye patch? She's still wearing the eye patch every now and again. She like does like the Malachi like crossing the legs, sitting down, and like doing like various Malachi blackisms. Okay. Um, so I think we're going to eventually get Spoopy Julia in there. Okay. Uh, if WWE decides to fire Zelina again, she'll probably show up as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, other than that, like, I mean, Abaddon? Abaddon would be a good fit. Abaddon would be a great fit. Thunder Rosa would be a good fit. Thunder Rosa's a shout. Yeah. Yeah. I know Dan Housen's trying to get it as well. He keeps saying he, he keeps asking Brody King for uh, applications. <laughs> He's in chaos, isn't he? Don't worry about it. He's in all of them. He's in all of them. <laughs> he, said, he said it himself. He said I'm, he's friends with everybody. <laughs> he's in whatever faction he chooses to be. Yeah. He, he said he's in the pinnacle as well, even though MJF hates him. <laughs> oh, love that Danhausen. Love that Danhausen. Uh, moving on, uh, just before we get to uh, a preview of AEW Revolution coming up uh, this weekend. AEW have announced on Dynamite uh, just passed that the Battle of the Belts 2 will take place on April 16th. Double or Nothing will take place in Las Vegas on May the 29th. Lovely, lovely, lovely stuff. Yeah, there was talk that um, Double or Nothing was actually going to take place in LA. Um, Obviously, they've announced that the Dynamite after Double or Nothing is going to be in LA. Nice. Uh, that's that's them ticking off California Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gotta do Canada and the UK now and then do you think we're getting a UK show this year Tony's saying like Tony's been saying that they're gonna go to London at some point so you wanna do Fulham Craven Cottage is the idea isn't it yeah I believe so Um, also Anthony Agogo tweeted something about uh, having a rematch against Cody um, at Craven Cottage and got told to delete it very quickly. Oh, wow, really? So maybe there is a bit of smoke to that fire. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed Battle of the Belts when they did it. Obviously, there was like the problems with the, the card because Cody got COVID and the like, but I, I think it'll, it was a good, it was a fun show because they basically made a week out of it. So they had like Hangman versus Danielson on the Dynamite, and then they had Brit, uh, Brit defend on thingy, uh, Rampage. Rampage. They had yeah. Sammy for the interim title because Cody got COVID. Mm. Um, and yeah, like I, I think uh, it was a good format. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, like it's a good way as well for them to kind of like end feuds that they don't want to go all the way to the pay per view. Yeah. Or like if the if there's like. So when when's the next one? I did say we did say the date, sixteenth of April. So yeah, that's like that's like the midpoint, isn't it, between Revolution and Double or Nothing? Mm-hmm. It's a good way to kind of end one set of feuds and start a new one. Start building another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that. Should we uh, run down the card for Revolution preview time, baby? We're gonna do some predictions. Yeah, me and Big Tasty did some on um, the AW one, so. But we're not locked. We've said we're not going to lock any in until we put the Twitter graphic up because Dynamite's probably going to change a lot. Um, <laughs> all right. So, first of all, TBS Championship, Jade Cargill versus Ty Conti. It's Jade. 
Jade. Jade's absolutely winning that. They're, they're, they're literally billing her like she's Goldberg. Is she? Is that her first defence? No, no, she's been defending like pretty much every week. Has she? Okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. They, they, uh, they've been presenting it like the TNT title where they defend it like near enough every week. Ah, nice, nice. Um, yeah, Jade Cargill. Yeah, she's a green like money baby. Um, <laughs> that red, green and everything. Um, AEW Tag Team Championship, Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus the winner of the Tag Team Casino Battle Royal, which happens this week on Dynamite. Who's which, in that? It, it's probably going to be the Young Bucks that win, though. Okay. Who else is in that match? Um, most of the other tag teams, uh, FTR are in there, uh, the acclaimed uh, Uno and Grayson. Um, I don't know about Lucha Bro. Oh, Lucha Bro's one with Phoenix still in. Mm. Uh, I don't think the Kings of, of the Black Throne are in it. Um, I don't know. The, you reckon it's likely to be the Bucks though? It well, the based on the finish of the Battle Royal this week, where the Bucks were saying that Red, them and Red Dragon had agreed that Red Dragon had helped the Bucks win that Battle Royal, and then they ha- the Bucks had helped Red Dragon win the uh, Casino right. Battle Royal. I and see. Had Riley faked an injury and threw Matt Jackson out. Um, ah, okay, okay. Um, Jurassic Express. Yeah, I think the. Two teams are gonna the Red Dragon and the Bucks are gonna take each other out basically. Yeah, yeah. Um Jericho versus Kingston. Kingston. It's gotta be Eddie. After that yeah. promo, it's got yeah. to be Eddie. Um Punk versus MJF in a dog collar match. Oh, this is the one that I'm probably most torn on. Me and Big Tasty were the most conflicted about this or or one or, later on. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's another one that I'm also very torn on. Um uh Oh, I really don't know. We went for Punk based on MJF's promo this week. Because MJF's like... I saw his that, promo. Yeah, because he cut yeah. that baby face promo. What, you mean that, think, that means he's going to lose? Yeah, we think we thought that like... Our, our theory was that basically it's all been... Because he's like putting all his like kind of trauma on Punk for... Um, like blaming it on Punk leaving... When in reality it was like it wasn't really that. It was just that was MJF's release. Right. Um, right. And that went away. Um and it's like it's in a weird way, like the most heelish thing he could have done in that with that promo mm. with like blaming punk for like his own kind of childhood trauma, even though it's fuck all to do with punk. Yeah. 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 Uh, we were we were saying like if it feels like the end goal is MJF making punk turn heel. So, what I what well, what I pitched to Ben and Ben seems to be on board with the idea of it is that because the dog collar match, Punk's going to end up like wrapping his fist in the chain and just punching MJF till he's unconscious, and the rest Ooh. stops. And that's the turn. And then that, yeah, and then it's the like double Punk turn. Kind of, not even a double turn. Like MJF can still be a heel coming out of it, but Punk mm. can be like carry on just doing shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it starts like the ball rolling on that. I see. Uh, in that case, then I'm going for MJF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's one of them. Like I, I think win or lose, MJF's not going to get hurt by this match. This match, no. if anything, is going to make that star rise even yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Andrade Hardy family office, which is Matt Hardy, Andrade Al Idolo, and Isaiah Cassidy versus Sting, Sammy Guevara, and Darby. Who have you got? Sting, Sammy, and Darby. 
how, how you know this? Because it's it's how they're going to kick my Hardy out of the Hardy family office. Oh, okay. They've been they've been teasing for weeks that Matt's like on the verge of breaking, and like the way they're doing mm. it, uh, Andrade bought into the Hardy family office. It's like a biz- It's like a hostile takeover of a business. Right. So it's like Andrade. He's like done a business major, and now he's trying to force the original owner out. Right. 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 Um. So you don't you it, don't think Andrade is going to kill Mister Sting? No, I think I think Mahadi's gonna take the pin, and then Andrade's gonna kick like kick him out of the Hardy family office. Yeah, that's and a shout. It's gonna break Matt, and then Matt's gonna come back with Jeff. It's gonna come back broken. Yeah, with yeah. Willian. Yeah, give me all of that. Right, fuck it. Sting, Sammy, and Darby then. Yeah, um, the face of the Revolution ladder match: Keith Lee, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Orange Cassidy, and according Claudio to Casignoli, TBD. Yeah. Um, That's a funny way of spelling Claudio. It is. <laughs> um, um, here you go. Yeet Lee. I, so me, me and Tasty were talking about this as well on the AW podcast. I think all signs point to Wardlow. Really? He's the one they've been pushing the most, like and protecting the most on the way, on the road to it. Um, okay. Keith Lee is the log- the obvious one because he's a new signing. But I feel like also on Dynamite this week, they teased a feud between Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, give me that. Oh, well, Powerhouse Hobbs slash Ricky Starks. So big meaty men slapping yeah, meat. <laughs> I, I feel as if I feel as if Starks and Hobbs and Keith Lee are gonna kind of take each other out of the match. Um Wardlow's there to powerbomb people and also they've got the whole thing of Ward, uh, of MJF saying if Wardlow wins any belts he's got to give them to MJF right that'll be a good way for Ward to get Wardlow basically the TNT title shot beat mm-hmm. Sammy and then start that. have have MJF like cost them because he's like 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 the uh, Punk Wardlow match where like MJF was like kind of micromanaging Wardlow to the point where mm. It cost them the match. Um, yeah, yeah. Either way, Wardlow seems like the most logical one for me. Okay, fair enough. Who do you um, think the TBD is going to be? Swerve, Claudio. I want it to be Claudio because then then it would add like the kind of unpredictable thing of Tony Khan being like a petty bastard and probably will <laughs> probably just getting the visual of of Claudio Castagnoli grabbing grabbing the brass, the brass ring. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, the fact that, the, that it's grabbing a brass ring in the first place shows how petty you can be when it comes to yeah. shit. Like, yeah, funny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> funny petty, though, not like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Um, yeah, uh, either way, I, I think all the guys in this match are people I'd be happy to see winning it. Like, it, Absolutely. It, it's, not, it, it's not a situation where I'm like, why are they in it? Why are they there? Mm. Every guy in that match belongs in that match, and every yeah. guy in that, I'd be happy to see, yeah, win that match. Mm-hmm. Um, I concur. Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. John Moxley, not losing Mox- his not losing his first pay per view match back, is he? No, I Mox. Or it's a double DQ, or a double count out, or a draw, or double a knockout. Draw. 
as they, they, they nah, it won't be a They love doing fucking draws, don't they? Oh, it's a 60 minute time limit draw. They'll just beat the yeah. piss out of each other and neither but, one of them be able to answer the d- 10 count or something. Double double KO because they're, they're talking about like making each other bleed. Yeah, that's what it would be. I think it'll be a draw. If I had I, to choose a winner, I'd say Mox, but I think I it's going to Mo- be a draw. Mox makes the most sense. Yeah. Uh, so the AW Women's World Championship, Rip Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa? Yeah, it's Rosa's time. Yeah. Time. It's time. And in the main event, Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole for the AEW World Championship. Tangman, it's got to be. Going to be controversial here. I'm going to go for Adam Cole. First pay-per-view defense. Why not? That's fair. It's fair. I I think Hangman purely because I feel like MJF's going to be the one to take the belt off him. It feels like they've got that bubbling under the surface nicely. Get, get Hangman beating all the people that MJF set, has said he's better than. Mm. And he the thing is, my, my head says it's going to be Paige retaining. Yeah. But I, th- I think I, I'm just saying, Cole, more so just to be different because it's unanimously everyone's probably going to say Paige, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, it's one of them where it's AW and the do tend to be less predictable than mm. other companies. Um, but at the same time, I feel like with everything that's going on with Adam Cole at the moment, he doesn't need the title involved in that. It would overcomplicate mm. his storyline with like the books and Jay White and all that. Yeah, I guess so. Ah, oh, fuck it, Paige then. At the same time, <laughs> at the same time, if he wins the belt, I feel like Kenny's only going to be around the corner. Mm. Well, that was the other thing I was going to say. And Kenny's Kenny's nowhere near around the corner. Kenny, Kenny's still waiting for the fucking Uber, mate. So <laughs> Kenny! Kenny! So I don't think so yet. But still very exciting. Right? On that, that wraps up everything for AEW News. Rest of the world, let's get into it. Uh, is it me or is it you? It's me, isn't it? You. It Breaking is. down all the collective announcements that we got. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, the Hitmakers. Hitmakers with a Z. Hitmakers. Because they're edgy like that. Formerly known as Hit Row, have been announced for GCW for the culture. Swerve has yet to be announced, uh, but hasn't ruled it out. Uh, Biff Busick, or Busick, formerly known as Only Lorkin. Jonah, John Moxley, John Morrison... Marina Shafir and Timothy Thatcher have been announced for Bloodsport. Minoru Suzuki versus Chris Dickinson 2 has been announced for it also. John Moxley versus AJ Gray is set to main event night one of Joey Janela's Spring Break 6. And Joey Janela versus X-Pac is also set to take place. Oh, do you know what? I think I might be watching a lot of GCW over Mania I'm, weekend. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to. I'm more excited. Like, me and Aaron were talking about this the other day. I'm more excited for some of these shows than I am for actual media. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to be uh, ordering it when I get paid this week. Yeah. Damn, I'm sure. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to see Timothy Thatcher again. I'm always excited to see Jonah. Tim- Timothy Thatcher doing fucking MMA as well. 
oh shit I feel sorry for whoever they put him against <laughs> I mean I want it to be Mox Ooh. but I wouldn't be surprised if it was like Jonah well, do you know what I'd like to see do you know what I'd like to fucking see probably where it happened Timothy Thatcher against Claudio Casagnoli yes please just wrapping each other up like pretzels just Punching just the piss out of each other. Oh, what if what if uh, they announced like Claudio tomorrow? Oh boy. Oh, just 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 do it. Just do it. <laughs> uh, some someone who's doing a show mania weekend, if you happen to hear this, just fucking book Claudio Castagnoli versus Timothy Thatcher, please. Do it. Do it and now. Wrestling, wrestling will thank you. <laughs> um Moving on, uh, but sticking with uh, GCW, Alex Zane suffered an eye injury at GCW, the coldest winter show that required emergency surgery. Uh, Zane took part in a death match against Jimmy Lloyd in LA, and although it's not known where the injury occurred, Alex ended up suffering a ruptured globe and needing emergency eye surgery. Thankfully, he's tweeted that the surgery went with, went well, along with some graphic images of him in the hospital. Oh, Jesus. He, he got... He got thrown through like a lot of panes of glass, to be fair. Play silly games, win and silly prizes. To his credit as well, he wasn't like wearing, he was just wearing his gear. He wasn't wearing like a t shirt or anything. He was wearing like just his wrestling tights. I will reiterate play silly games. That, oh, yeah. it's nonsense. I mean, I hope he gets better soon. It's never nice yeah. to hear anyone getting injured, but fuck me. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be chucking yourself through fucking glass panes, He's not normally yes. a death match either. Even more reason. Yeah. Good on him for the, for giving it a go, though. Fucking hell. Yeah, good. I do like Alex Zane. Good wrestler. Good wrestler. Um, Aaron hates him for some reason. I don't know why. You just can't stand them. <laughs> <laughs> Big we'll, move, we'll move on to some Impact news. Uh, Heath versus Moose for the Impact World Championship. Jay White versus Alex Shelley, the inspiration versus the influence, who is the team that comprises of Tanel Dashwood and Madison Rain for the Impact uh, Women's World Tag Team Championship. Jonah versus PCO, Eddie Edwards versus Rhino, the Good Brothers defending the Impact Tag Team Championships against Violent by Design, and Trey Miguel defending the X Division Championship against Jake Something have all been announced for Impact Wrestling's Sacrifice on March the 5th. You didn't think I was going to pronounce that properly, did you? Hey, I saw what you tried to do there. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. I know how to say it properly. Like like Scotty Stein. (laughs) Like like the big booty daddy. The big bad booty daddy. Um, Big bad booty daddy. That's a fucking stacked card. Pretty pretty decent card. I'm, I'm half tempted to buy it if it wasn't. In work and then back and work first thing in the morning. Yeah. Is it on fight? It is on fight. It is on fight. Yeah. Usually like about 10, 15 quid, the impact ones. Okay. I mean, it's always worth paying for sacrifice, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> that does um, sound good. Um, Jay White versus Alex Shelley was what's kind of sold at me. Yeah. The idea of seeing Jonah sending PCO to the Shadow Realm sounds good too. <laughs> um Quick predictions for those. Do you see any title changes happening? Any surprise victories? Upsets? Uh, it's fairly predictable. Moose isn't losing, is he? No, not a Heath. Um, 
the the only one maybe is the inspiration because he's held the belt for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, possibly Trey Miguel losing the X division title. They seem okay. quite. They seem quite high on Jake something. Um, I mean, Joan is going to mare the PCO. Yeah. Eddie up was in Rhino. Eddie's going to probably win that because he turned on Impact. Oh, of uh, course. Yeah, he did. Jay White's probably beating Alex Shelley. Of course he is. Don't lose. Um, Sweet. Yeah, it's a very good card. Like, really it is. I wish, it is. I wish I had more time in the day to watch more Impact. Yeah. I'm sure like that. Um, we'll, uh, we'll have a breakdown of results on next week's news episode. Yeah. Um, New Japan have announced that its first match for Lone Star Shootout on April the 1st in Dallas, Texas, Mania Weekend. Um, Chris Dickinson versus Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, Christ. Big old horse fight for the Big board. old horse fight. <laughs> Someone... Some fucking horrible way to the Stone Pitbull. <laughs> Someone warn Tasty and say there's batteries out of his horse alarm. Oof. Oof. Uh, we'll move over to Europe with WXW uh, based in Germany. Their 16 karat gold 2022 near live uh, on WXW now. Um, It says a lot of fans are still unable to attend this year's 16 karat gold festival due to COVID restrictions. We have come up with a solution for everyone staying at home. We will do a four-camera live edit of all three evening shows, nights one to three, and of Ambition 13. Live commentary in English will be done by Dave Bradshaw and Andy Jackson. All three events will stream near live on WXW Now. As soon as an event goes to intermission, that half will be available on WXW Now in a special near live edit. That's fucking good of them. This Mm -hmm. is part of the regular WXWNow.com subscription without any additional cost. WXW Now is available for €9.99 per month and provides access to around 1.800. What does that mean? 1.800? It means 1,800. Right, 1,800. 1.800 hours of WXW content. half a show on this. 1,800 hours of WXW content. See, I didn't put this in, so I can't read it. Um, 1,800 hours of WXW content, plus events from various other promotions. Opening round matches for this year's 16-carat tournament are... Oh, Jesus. I really wish I'd have got tickets for this now. Uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Bobby Guns. Biff Busick versus Michael Knight. Lou Fisto versus Dennis Cash Dunlig. Uh, Shigehiro Iri against Senza Volto. Vincent Heisenberg versus Cara Noir. Ace Romero versus Maggot, Robert Drasica versus uh, Funinori Abe, uh, Agli Blanc versus Peter Tihanyi, um, and WXW 16 karat gold takes place on March the 4th to March the 6th in Oberhausen, Germany. Oh, we probably need to just get to that next year, don't we? Yeah, I think so, mate. Um, who, who do you reckon out of them is going to win it? Or, um, I, I'd like to see Jonathan Gresham win it just because I fucking yeah. love Jonathan Gresham. Um, I, I also don't think he's a bad shout as a winner in that, to be honest. Yeah, 
it's odd sometimes they have like a one of the homegrown guys win it and sometimes they'll have an import win it. Mm. Um, Sugar Hero Eerie is quite a decent show because he's based in Europe, I think. Okay, fair enough. That, ma- that match with Sons of Ultra should be very good. Yeah. Um, as Vincent Heisenberg versus Karen Wall, because Vincent Heisenberg's a fucking huge man. Looks like a bear. Is he? Uh, yeah, he's a big lad. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm gonna try. I mean, it, there's so much wrestling this weekend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to watch uh, that through the week next week mm-hmm. once I've recovered from AEW. Because you know the AEW pay per views are usually long but good. Yeah, and that's it. That's all the news. That's it. That is everything. everything. Whoop. That is. Uh, been a fairly hefty episode of news uh a lot to get through we said it was quiet but actually it's some some fairly chunky noise story uh, noise stories news stories um thanks for joining us as always if you don't already please do drop us a follow on our social media outlets facebook instagram and youtube at untitled wrestling podcast and twitter twitch and discord at untitled rest pod uh, we've got brand new episodes of our free to watch long going out every Monday and Thursday at 6 p.m. on YouTube. We've also got another new series, a tier maker. Uh, if you don't know uh, of tiermaker.com, uh, where we rank various things, we've done uh, gimmicks, wrestling games, and we'll be doing countless episodes over the coming weeks and months. The first of that series launches on this coming Saturday at 12 p.m. on our YouTube. So if you don't know already, drop us a follow hit the notifications button and be first to know when they go live. We will we've catch you. Also got uh, our interview with Shreddy. Oh, yes, we fucking have. Thursday, speaking of uh, hosses. That's right. Me, me and Big Tasty sat down with uh, Shreddy and had a little chat with him. Um, really, really fun interview. Really nice guy. Um, very, 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 very intense man, but in, in a very nice way. Um First thing he asked us if we were ready for the Jack Stack Daddy and neither of us were. Um, but yeah, it was very fun. Uh, do check that out. Uh, don't forget as well, our Jonathan Gresham interview is up now uh, where podcasts are available. Check it out. Sweet. Yes. We'll see you next week, guys. All the best. Bye. Bye. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House. Here. <laughs>